You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. Joe Radio Live is a community where you'll find lots of helpful info to positively impact our listeners. You can help by sharing Joe Radio Live daily with at least one person. God is good. Wow, God is good. I am so honored to be here today and um, trying to find my clock so they'll ask me to come back. <laughs> I, think my, I think I got it. All right. Um, so, so God is good, right? And, and I'm so honored to be here and uh, honored to be back home. Uh, I love you all, and I love your pastors. They are amazing. I give honor to Pastor Tim, incredible man of God who I love and I respect and I honor. He's been such a blessing. Yeah, give him a hand. He's been such a blessing to my family and I, and so I count it an honor and a privilege to be here um, and, and I, I love and I honor his wonderful wife, my dear friend, Cindy. She is a powerful woman of God. And um, I, just, I just honor and I appreciate our friendship. And I'm just feeling a little mushy right now. I'm trying to make sure I don't just break out crying on y'all. But there's nothing like the presence of God. Amen? And... And there is nothing like his people. Look around. We, we have to understand how blessed we are just to be here. And, and we have to learn how to appreciate, and, and, and especially the closer we get to God's return, it is an honor and a privilege to have brothers and sisters in Christ. I stand here before you today because of the family of God, people who have prayed for me, people who have prayed with me, mothers who told me what I needed to hear, not just what I wanted to hear, being corrected and rebuked. See, people nowadays don't want to be rebuked, but it's the rebuking that will help you make it to where God wants you to be. And I am so, I'm so grateful for Cindy because, I don't know, I mean, she's always praying for me. She'll send me a text, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for your strength, and, and I don't take that lightly. I, I truly honor her today. And um, so I love you, Cindy, and I'm not going to look that way because I'll, I'll start crying. Uh, I told her last night we're starting the um, Ebony and Ivory Ministries. Because <laughs> I believe she's got a preach down in her, and I'm just going to be here to pray it out. <laughs> Amen? So, so anyway, when, when, she, when she asked me to come, I was like, I'll be honored to come. What's, what's on your heart? What do you think God is saying? And she, she talked about blessed is she, right? And so I was like, okay, wow, so powerful. And so today I'm just going to talk about a blessed life. Just going to talk about a blessing. Anybody want to be blessed in here today? Anybody understand you're already blessed in here today? 
All right, so, so a blessed life. And a lot of times people ask me, you know, how have you um, not only attained the blessing, but how have you remained blessed all of these years? Um, for those of you who don't know, um, I, I sing, and uh, <laughs> some people don't know that. And uh, it's funny because I always, when I'm out on tour, I'm, I'm thanking people for coming to the concerts. And I thank those who have been with me for years and those who just found out who I was after the last record. Um, but but it, it's, I've been doing it a long time. And um, when I started my first solo, I was probably about eight years old. And, and I, I didn't want to do it. I never wanted to be out front. Uh, but God had other plans for me, clearly. Uh, and, and I just remember singing my first solo, and I was just petrified. I was just, you know, my first solo was Fill My Cup, Lord. And it was, Fill My Cup, Lord. <laughs> I, 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 like, cried through the whole thing. And I thought my parents would feel bad for me, but they didn't. <laughs> they were like, you're going to do it again and again and again. And they kept making me do it until the crying stopped, you know. Um, and I, that's why I thank God for, for the older generation, um, because, because they see things in you that you don't see in yourself. So we have to learn, even though we live in a culture that tries to push the elderly aside, we have to understand that the older we get, we get more valuable. Amen? And so... Speaking of older, you know, so I've been doing this a little while. I started singing professionally or, or in the public more so when I was about 16 years old, 17 years old um, on the PTL club. Anybody remember the PTL club? Yeah, it's only a few. Um, so I'm not the only one growing wiser in the room. But, but I started out, it was a Christian program, television program, and I was about, yeah, 17 years old. And I just turned 59 uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, so I've been doing it a little while, you know, and, and God has just been faithful. So young people, I'm here to tell you, if you want to be blessed, love, fall in love with him now. Fall in love with him now and, and just continue to walk in the ways of the Lord because there's promises that, that you have at every age. That's why you're never too old to be blessed. It doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been. We serve a God who's ready to restore and to renew and to um, allow you to become everything that he's called you to be. Amen? So, so I live a blessed life because God loves me. And, and he loved me first. But I also live a blessed life because I love him back. You know, we, we serve a God who loves everybody. He, he, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So he loves everybody. But, but when he comes back, he's coming for those who love him. And so today I want to ask you the question, do you love him back? Do you love him back? Because the Bible says, if you love me, then you keep my commandments. You keep my commandments. He has written out in the word of God how to be blessed and how to stay blessed. Um, all of the promises 
in God are in yes and amen. And even when she talked about Mary, um, she was blessed because she said, be it unto me according to your will. Yes to your will. And so we as believers have to learn to say yes. And then the other promises is an is amen. That means I agree with you. We can't do God's way and our way. We have to learn to die to ourselves and say yes to him completely. Amen? And we have to, that's the way you embrace the promises of God. He has promises for you. He has gifts for you. He has so much in store for all of us. But we have to learn to agree and to embrace those promises willingly and enthusiastically. Because I promise you, the plans that he has for your life is way better than any plan you can come up with on your own. Amen? Live a blessed life now and for the rest of your life. Because really it's up to you how blessed you're going to be. Jesus already completed everything on the cross. Everything we need. Everything that we desire everything to become all that he's called us to become. So, so now it's up to us to, to listen to what he has to say and to embrace what he has to say. I, I believe my, my whole life has just been, Lord, and, and we all make mistakes and, and, and we're going we're gonna, to, you know, blow it here and there, but his grace is sufficient, Right? Just, just stay focused and continue to invite him into every part of your life. Because a lot of times we, we keep Jesus for Sunday. And, and Monday through, through Saturday, we kind of try to do our own thing, you know. And, and it does, you can't live a blessed life that way. But you have to invite him into every area of your life. And, and when you invite them in, then you have to listen to him. And, and when you embrace those instructions, it's, it's through the word of God that he will guide you. You know, I look over my life and so many times people will say, well, how did you do this and how did you do that? And it's like, I, I didn't do anything. I just stayed focused on what God wanted. And as you do that, he will guide you in your teenage years. He will guide you in your young adult years, and he'll continue to guide you because what you're doing is just following the Spirit. See, as believers and as women, we have to understand that we don't live our lives being led by our emotions. Oh, I know I can get a better amen than that. Because this room is filled with emotions. I remember when I was younger and I was pregnant and, you know, when I, I only have two children, I call them Alpha and Omega. My, my mom had 10, right? She had seven boys. I know, I still get weak when I think about it. She had seven boys straight and three girls, and I'm like, oh my God, really? Um, but, but we're filled with emotions. I remember when I was pregnant, I was so emotional, and I'm crying, and my husband's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't even know. You definitely can't fix it because I don't know what's wrong with myself. And so we as women, we have to stop being led. By, and I'm not against emotions. God has given us all of our emotions. But he's given us our emotions for his glory. Not for us to use them as excuses not to do the right thing. 
So as women of God, we don't live our lives being led by our emotions. But he said as sons and daughters, we're led by the Spirit. And so when you're led by the Spirit, you always follow him. So we have to recognize and, and, and understand that we have to crucify our flesh daily so that we can submit under him because it's in him the promises lie. And, and, and all of us, I want us to recognize that we're blessed and with that blessing comes authority. Comes authority. So Psalms 1 and 1 says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the, uh, the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. You see, those who diligently try to obey God will be blessed. I don't have to wonder what's happening tomorrow. I know I'm going to remain blessed. Why? Because I made up in my mind a long time ago to remain in him. I'm not worried about what's popular. I'm not worried about what everybody else is doing. But what does the word say? All right? What does the word say? When we choose to obey him, then we will be healthy. We will be fruit-bearing trees planted along a riverbank with strong roots. Amen? And, and, and God watches over his word. Aren't you glad that God watches over his word? And so when the word is in you, you have to understand that I don't have to worry about being protected because God is watching over his word. So it's, it pays to walk in the word of God because he's watching over his word. Now there's only two paths that lies before us, the path of obedience and the path of rebellion. We're living in a time where we, we think there's a middle. One of the greatest deceptions today is that there is a middle. Well, well I just don't feel like doing God's will. I just want to do my own thing. No, that would be you're either serving God or the devil. I'm not going to dress it up for you because it's not a pretty thing. You, Jesus says you're either for me or you're against me. He didn't say you could think about it or you could just be in your feelings. You're either in me or you're out. All right. So there is no middle. You can learn how to follow him by meditating on his word. And meditating means to think about it, to read and to think about. When you read the scriptures and you learn about God and you learn about Jesus and his character, then you, you think about, okay, where does this apply to me? And, and, and basically that means, where do I need to change? See, it's easy to be emotional because there's nothing like the presence of God. But after you get through weeping and after the goosebumps are gone, what is your lifestyle? <laughs> Psalm 1, 2, and 3 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be, not might, but he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit and its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Isn't this good? And whatever he does 
shall prosper. The more we delight in obeying God, the more fruitful we are. And on the other hand, the more we allow those who ridicule God to affect our thoughts and attitude, the more we separate ourselves from our source of nourishment. We must have contact with unbelievers. How many know the, the world needs to see? Jesus in all of us, right? So, so we have to have contact and relationships with unbelievers, but we must not join in or imitate their sinful behavior. And, and so therefore, we should not, you know, living in the times of, you know, the internet, we, we should not like things that are ungodly. If you want despair, anybody want despair today? Yeah, please don't raise your hand. <laughs> if you want despair, then spend time with mocking sinners. But if you want God's blessing, anybody want to be blessed? Make friends with those who, who love God and his word. Get together for coffee and and not gossip, but, 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 but dis discuss the scriptures and, and pray for one another. Amen? I mean, it, it is time for the church to be the church. When we look around and we see what's happening, I need you to understand that God is not nervous about the news. He's not nervous as what, you know, the wars that God's not nervous. But he said in his word, if my people which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn. Everybody say turn. Everybody say turn. Turn from your wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Sounds like God's got it. I'm so grateful that God's got it. I'm so grateful that I don't have to worry. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to be nervous because I serve a God who's got it. But remember the if. Remember the if. If my people, if, turn from your wicked ways. He's not talking to the world, he's talking to us. So it's time out for trying to live for him and yourself. Live for him and the enemy. You can't do it. You can't do it. They that prosper in all they do does not mean we're immunity to failure or difficulties. But it means that when we apply God's wisdom to our lives and to our situations, the results, the byproducts, we will bear good fruit. And we will receive God's approval. Amen? 
To achieve anything worthwhile, we must have God's word in our hearts. Because the same promise is not for everybody. In Psalms 1 and 4, it says, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. And that really means that we don't want to be. The chaff is a very light thing that can be blown whichever the way the, the, way the wind goes. Right? But the wheat, the grain is the valuable part. And the wheat remains. Are you chaff? Or are you wheat? The wheat stands on the word of God. It represents a faithful life. If I live or die, I'm not changing. I'm staying with him. Amen? And how many know that's always been the case, but, but today, especially, understanding what's happening in the world, you got to make up in your mind that you're going to stand on his word. You're not going to be moved by what you see or what you feel, but you're only going to be moved by the word of God, the word of God. Amen. We're talking about being blessed today. Psalm 119, one through three says, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. Can everybody say no? Are you sure? They also do no iniquity. You know, for some reason, we, we, we think God does not see in the dark. We know he's all-powerful. He created the world, but surely he doesn't see me cheating on my taxes. <laughs> he sees. And it's amazing how we get so excited that we know that he never leaves us or forsakes us, right? That he's always there. And we want him there until we want to do what we want to do. Then it's like, well, I Lord, you can take a break. You don't have to be here right now. I want to watch something that I shouldn't be watching. I want to say something that I shouldn't be saying. says no iniquity. No iniquity. They walk in his ways. See, we have to remember that God's word, the Bible, is the only sure guide for actually living a pure life. The God we serve is holy. He's holy. And the Bible says, be ye holy, for I am holy. Now, none of us can do this in our own strength. We cannot do this with good intentions, but we can do it because we're blessed. We can do it because God lives within us, and the power of the Holy Spirit enables us to obey. The power of the Holy Spirit allows us to hear and obey. Psalms 119, 10 and 11 says, with my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Hiding God's word in your heart is, is a deterrent 
to sin. We must put God's word to work in our lives, making it a vital guide for everything we do. Every decision we make, women, we should check in with the Holy Spirit. Is this according to the word of God? Is this pleasing to him? And it's an everyday thing. It's every conversation that we have with our husbands. Because there's been times where the Holy Spirit will say, Cece, you need to apologize to your husband. And I'm like, why? (laughs) He didn't even see me roll my eyes. (laughs) He doesn't even know that I told him off in a nice way. Anybody have the Holy Spirit speak to you when you don't want him to speak to you? I'm like, really, God? Say you sorry. Hey, babe, I'm sorry. You know, every time we obey him, you have to understand you're strengthening your godly muscles. And it's in those moments that you hear him, nobody else, but you hear him. And you have to make the decision, am I going to obey him? Or am I going to brush them off? Because every time you brush them off, you're weakening your spirit. And you're delaying becoming who God has called you to become. So y'all have to understand, I didn't come here today to play. I didn't come. Because I have to give an account for everything I do. You see, I tell people when I stand before God, he's not going to say, Cece, how many Grammys do you have? Y'all, I got, 50, I got a lot of awards. I got 15 Grammys. I don't know how many Dove Awards. I don't know how many. But guess what? When I stand before him, he's not going to ask me about that. But he's going to look for a heart that reflects his. What did you do what I gave you, with what I gave you? Right? So, so it's not about impressing men. But we have to live for him. And we have to please him, right? Hallelujah. So we have to hide the word of God in our hearts. Um, Joshua 1 and 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. There it goes again. That you may observe to do according to some of it. According to what? According to what? All. That is written in it. For then. See, we're here today at the Blessed Is She conference, and we all want to be blessed, but the Bible is letting us know that the only way you're going to be blessed, then, after you've obeyed, after you've done what He's called you to do, then you will have good success. Then you will make your way prosperous, right? It didn't say God will make your way. He said, then you will make your way because God has done his part, right? He finished it on the cross. So now he's given us the ability to choose to follow him in our daily walk, in the mundane times, it's easy to praise God when we all in here and we falling out and we speaking in tongues. That's awesome. 
but you got to get up and then you got to walk the word out. You have to be nice to people even when they're not nice to you. You got to speak to people. You got to speak life over your enemy. The Bible said to love your enemies. See, we don't get excited about that in scripture. <laughs> we all should have spoken tongues during that time. But, but, but these are the things that, that strengthen us. And the enemy knows that he doesn't care about us getting excited and having a good time because he knows that unless you walk it out, then you will not have any power. It's when you walk out the word that you begin to walk in the authority of God and you begin to have the power over the enemy that God has given you. Because again, remember, don't forget that it's already done. So we think we're waiting on God and God is waiting on us. He's saying, I have everything that you need. I, 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 I want to do this. I want to do this, but I'm waiting on you to line up with me. I'm showing you mercy. I'm covering you. I'm leading you this way. They're putting this, I'm spreading the table before you, but you got to come eat. You got to come eat. And when you, when you submit to that, then your life will be blessed. It's not about your personal contacts. A lot of times we think being successful means, who do I know? Do you know Jesus? It's not about our gifts or our talents. We're all gifted and talented in some way, but where is your heart? Do you love him? David said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, so that I will behold him. I want to be in his presence. I want him to please. I want him to be pleased with me. I want him to walk with me. I want him to talk with me. I want him to bless my children and my children's children. Women, hear me today. Hear me today. Your children need you to line up. Your grandchildren that you don't even know yet need you to line up. Because you, I, I understand that if I'm blessed, then my children's gonna be blessed. The Bible says that the, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. It didn't say they might be. So I'm not playing today. I'm living holy because I need my children to be covered by the blood of Jesus. I need my marriage to be covered by the blood of Jesus. I need my grandbabies to be covered by the blood of Jesus. The devil is not playing. So we have to stop playing. Either we're the church or we're not. Because God does not have a weak church. He doesn't have a weak church. The blood of Jesus has all power, has all wisdom, it's all love, and it's most powerful. The blood of Jesus never loses its power from generations to generation. So, so, so you know, I was, I was sharing with Pastor Tim and, 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 and Cindy last night a, a little video of my grandbaby and uh, my grandson who's... He's going to be three uh, Christmas. He's a Christmas baby, right? And um, why it looked like he, it looked like he's getting whippings every day. I don't know. I'm just, he's always in timeout. I'm like, why are you in trouble again? He said, he said, yeah, Gaga, I'm just, I just, 
But but when he comes in my room, he's like, Grandma Gaga, you you reading your Bible? I'm like, yeah, I'm reading my Bible. And, you know, he gets up and and I purposely, I go to pray and I'm like, hey, because you you have to understand that in the days that we're living in, I want my grandbabies, and I used to do it with my children, I want them to be so used to the Spirit of God. Because we're living in a time that if they don't get it at home, and some of us as women, we're confusing our children on what holiness really is. We, we, we say we believe in him, then the next minute we're nervous and we're having, it's like, do you believe in him or not? Because you have to understand your kids are watching. They're watching and they're listening, right? And so, so I, I, why are be looking at me like I'm crazy? And I'm like, Eshalabah And I tell him to do something and he, you know, want to do something else. And I look at him, I said, I bind that spirit in the name of Jesus and I cast it out. And he's looking at me like I'm crazy, right? But I'm like, it's okay. It's okay because I'm planting seed. I'm not, I'm not trying to be your best friend. I want him to be so used to so used to the Spirit of God that when he has to go to school, he understands, no, 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 that's not of God. Why? Because I've already learned what, what God is, right? So, so they shouldn't be confused in the home. They should understand that this is a holy house. We don't listen to everything. We don't watch everything. Because they, we're, we're either going to build them up to be strong people of God or we're not. And trust me, the devil is not playing. If you don't train them, the devil will. The devil will train him, right? And so, and so the other day he felt like he said, Gaga, sit down, sit down. I'm, I'm going to preach. I'm like, you're going to preach? And y'all, he just went to preach. He said, hallelujah. Half the message, I didn't know what he was saying. <laughs> he was like, he looked at a scripture. He said, I said, are you speaking in tongues? What are you doing? And he was like, hallelujah, praise God. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because I am, I am looking for him to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm looking for it. I'm expecting it. We can't wait till they get five, six, seven, eight. The devil is after our children at any age. He's coming after them, right? So I want us to leave out of here understanding that we are blessed, not just to be blessed, but we're blessed to be a blessing. You're already blessed. If you're sitting up in here and you hear the word of God and you're a part of this church or you're a part of the community of believers, understand that you're already blessed. The enemy make you focus on things that you're waiting on. Let's focus on what we already have. We already have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. We have the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We don't need nothing else. You're already favored. You're the apple of his eye. He said, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. What are we waiting on? Man's approval? He knows your name. He knows the number of hair you have on your head. You're beautiful in his sight. Stop living by the world standards. We're not of this world. It's time to delight ourselves in his statues. It's time to us for us to live in a posture of surrender. 
in a posture of yes, Lord, because, because the God is, he's so awesome. He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. I get excited about getting older. And I know that is not what our culture is into. But the longer I walk with them, the more I love them. The longer I walk with them, the more I can look back and say, wow, he was faithful there. So if he took me through that, he's going to take me through this. Hey! Glory to God. Come on, let me hear you if you're blessed in here today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because this is not based on me. I know when I walk in a room, I, sh- I shift the atmosphere. Because I know who lives inside of me. I know that I'm covered by the blood of God. By the blood of Jesus. I know that he woke me up with a sound mind. I, I am all for doctors. I'm all for therapists. I'm all for all of that. But don't neglect. We, it's, we, we, we have to stop going to that first. What happened to just pulling out that anointing oil? That's another thing Wyatt did the other day. After he got through preaching, he went to laying hands on us. Take out the oil. Don't, don't reach for the Excedrin first. But take out the oil, the anointing oil, and anoint your head and say the blood of Jesus. Y'all, it's still powerful. He still heals. He's a God of miracles. That's who he is. Do we really believe it? Are we going to walk it out? I came here today to remind you of who you are. I came to remind you that you're already blessed and that God has a plan for you. Amen. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're already blessed. Turn to somebody and say, you're already blessed. Turn to somebody else and say, you're already blessed. You're already victorious. You're already beautiful. You're already wise. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your way. Holy Spirit, forgive us. Lord, we repent. We repent for forgetting who we were. We repent for acting like the world. We repent for forgetting that you are all powerful. We repent for forgetting what happened at the cross. Jesus, you shed your blood so that we would be the head and not the tail, so that we would be above and not belief. And God, that we would live victorious, not some of the time, but every day. So God, forgive us. Forgive me as the church, Lord. And we're going to, we're going to stay in remembrance of who we are. We're going to walk out. We make the commitment today to walk out this word and to be the light that our dying world so desperately needs. They don't need to see us wondering who we are. 
but they need to see us walking in the light. Lord, we carry the answers to every problem in this world because we carry you. Just like Mary carried you, Lord, we carry you. And just like she was blessed, Lord, we're blessed. And because of our blessing, Lord, we understand that our children are blessed. No matter where they are, no matter what they're struggling with, they're still blessed. And Lord, we take authority over them. We take authority over our grandchildren. And they will serve you with all of their hearts. We prophesy that. We make a commitment, Lord, that we're going to keep our mouths and our words in line with your word. And if you said it, we're going to say it. But if you didn't say it, we're not going to say it anymore. We're not going to say what we think or what we see. But we're going to say what you said. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we thank you for that change. And we, we say yes to your will. And let it be according to your will. Whatever you want to do in our lives, our lives belong to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Those of you who, who already know the Lord, I want you to begin to intercede and to pray for those who might be here today who don't know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. Today I want to offer you the greatest gift. The greatest gift you could ever have is to have the Lord Jesus as your savior today. And if you came in those doors and you don't know him, today is your day. He brought you here just for this, that you would say yes to his will because he has a plan for your life. He wants to, he wants to come in your heart and he wants to restore you. He wants to love you like only he can. And so I want to lead you in a prayer today. I, 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 I want to lead you in a prayer of salvation today doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been. He's knocking at the door of your heart and he's saying, let me in. Let me in so I can heal every broken place. So I can put your name in the book of life. And you can walk in the fullness of the love of God. You can experience who he is. No matter how young, no matter how old. God has a purpose for your life. He has a plan. He wants you to live in the fullness of the blessing. He loves you with an everlasting love. So I want everybody to bow your heads and to close your eyes. And if, if this is you and you want to choose Jesus as your personal Savior today, and you want to walk in the authority and the blessings that God has already provided for you, then please repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of your Son, Jesus, I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. And I believe on the third day, you raised him from the grave. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I invite you to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life for the rest of my life. Feel me with your Holy Spirit so that I will be empowered to live a life pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God.
If you prayed that prayer, they're going to come with, with instructions. But I just want to encourage you that, to remember that this is a love relationship. It's not about religion, but it's a relationship. And you have made the best decision that you could have ever made in your life. Do I have any witnesses here today? God bless you. Thank you for listening to Joe Radio. Join us in our next program. Remember, don't just exist, but be a blessing.